All right. Welcome, welcome, everybody, to another episode of Three Birds and a Punt. As always, I am one of your co-hosts, Afia, and I am joined by my friend, Whip. Say hey, Whip. Hey, what up, everybody? All right. We are excited and happy to announce once again that we have partnered with Amaze Media Labs to be the official Eagles podcast network for podcast for the Pigskin Network. You can find Three Birds and a Punt on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Megaphone, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at Three Birds and a Punt. Please download and subscribe. We are so happy and excited to be here with all our fans. We already have one fan on tonight, Connor. Salutations, uh, Connor. Happy to hear with you tonight. Salutations, um, Connor. What up, bro? Glad you're I know. here. Right, got a day one fan. Happy to see him. Uh, John's running a little late tonight, but he'll be on soon. And the three birds will be back in action to give you all that hot, great news. Okay, um, I want to make sure we could off this episode 39. The show is entitled Waiting on Roseman, and really? <laughs> because I mean, really? because that the title says it all, and you by the by the sounds you hear from my my co-host Whip, you know how he's how he's going to be starting. Okay, I wanna I wanna start the show by talking about the our Eagles free agent signings. What have we done so far? How we're feeling about it, and what should we expect in the next round? So let me start with <laughs> with Whip, who hasn't been here since last week. So I know he's been dying <laughs> to get his views out to the good fans, the good people. So let me start indeed, with you, indeed. Indeed, first and foremost, salutations to everybody tuning in. Hope you're enjoying your Saturday, you know, evening. But let's get straight to it. Um, the Hassan Reddick um, signing, awesome. I loved it. You know, that was a nice way to, you know, set off the new season, you know, the up-and-coming season. Definitely need that type of hybrid-type uh, linebacker or edge rusher. I love it. Me personally, me personally, I wanted him to play linebacker. And also, yo, I'm going to give myself some credit because I was the first one on Twitter – who was like, yo, Hassan Reddick going to come to the Eagles. And if y'all don't believe me, go through my timeline, you'll see it. And you got yep. some people that probably on here looking at me now are like, yeah, he did call it. So I called that. So I think I think that was an awesome pickup. Um, I, I just I just need more. More. I need more. Not 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 the player. He, he He's awesome. He's just one piece of that more. You get what I'm saying? I need more. I like, you know, I see a lot of Eagle fans, you know, on social media talking about, you know, that's a good pickup. But guess what? I think we cool. We picked up Fletch back, this, that, the third. Okay, okay. But I want more. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? And it's like, mm -hmm. I'm not complaining about it. I Like I said, I love to pick up. But I need to see more from that guy. Absolutely. And Connor is agreeing with you. All right. He's, he's saying that, you know, Hassan Riddick was a great pickup. And I would agree with you, too, that at first when that first hit and you were like, yes, OK, finally, we're having a linebacker DN type. So we're maybe he's going to be addressing um, this position that has been long neglected by the Eagles front office. You know, he had said something really interesting, Howie Roseman, at the at the com at the combine a couple of weeks ago that, you know, that Jim Schwartz, our old defensive coordinator, didn't value linebackers, so then he didn't put an emphasis on linebackers. But our new defensive coordinator, Gannon, does. So he 
will put an emphasis on linebackers. So maybe, you know, Hassan Riddick was a sign of things to come. But I definitely think, and Sam has, Sam Zeller, good evening, Sam, has already hit on what I'm going to talk about, is that we don't have any safeties um, in the remarket. Maybe there's an inkling that we might sign Tyron Matthew, whatever, but I'm not sure what's going on. To me, I just found myself very underwhelmed by our free agent signings and everything like that outside of Hassan Riddick. Like, what do we do? We we brought back Boston Scott, which, okay, oh, great. I love it. But it's not – you're not doing anything to dynamically change the roster so that we can really compete. Look at everything – look at the landscape at the NFL. It has changed like that. The, NF, the NFC is wide open, and we're still re, re-signing the same old players. We brought back Greg Ward. All Eagles fans of this show know how your girl Afia feels about Greg Ward. I'm I'm tired of that ish. And then now you see the narrative being built out in the media in uh, realm on Twitter that oh don't forget the Eagles resigned a lot of their own draft class. So that that's also their free agent class. Okay, can't forget that man. Shut the fuck up with this. <laughs> I can't stand when I see these reporters sometimes just carrying water for Howie Roseman. Like, what? Like, is the scoop worth it? Because, because, like, we can all see the smell of bullshit. Okay, you can't tell me that them resigning this the their free agent class is uh, equivalent to us going out there and signing a re- wide receiver and riddle me this with. Maybe you saw me on Twitter the other day. Where the receivers at? Huh? How come we haven't been able to draft or or not draft, sign a free agent receiver? What's going on there? I'm glad you touched on that topic right there. Um, <laughs> I've been asking that since tampering period. You know, my whole thing was, okay, Howie is going to strike. You know, I'm thinking, all right, cool. You know, you you – Last year was a showcase of what's to come if it's going to remain this this way. You get what I'm saying? Like, Devontae Smith, the Slim Reaper, was your only weapon. I mean, Quez did some stuff. Regger, oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's yeah, not I, even... Like, like you, 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 as, you as the GM of this team, Howie Roseman, you can't tell me, bro, you didn't see that, man. You would think. You would think. The start of free agency, I mean, going in, going into free agency for the Philadelphia Eagles was to attack free agency with grabbing your wide receiver, your linebacker, safety, or whatever. Those are the three main positions during free agency right now for the Eagles. I mean, everybody knows this, okay? And I'm saying to myself, I'm seeing all these receivers who was free agents going left and right. I'm saying to myself, where the hell is Howie Roseman? What's this? What is this cat doing? All right. And when I seen, and 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 this is gonna make y'all laugh. When I got notification on my phone, I'm like, bet are right, they did something, they did something. Because I was I wasn't trying to look at social media. When I looked at it, and it said the Eagles re-signed Greg Ward. I was <laughs> I would look, I took my glasses off, was like, like what the 
Yo, when I saw they re-signed Grant what? Ward, I knew what the game was at that point, right? I, I already knew what it was. And 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 Connor's tell, saying, hey, let's not talk about Grant Ward. He agrees with me. That, it ain't, it ain't <laughs> it. And Sam is telling me, you know, we can't why we can't offer wide receivers enough money to come here because we're a run heavy team. Like, like let's look at it. We just became a run heavy team. But let's talk about that. Let's let's spend let's a little that. time talking about that, okay? Because mm-hmm. I don't think that the Eagles weren't able to make a splash in free agency because they weren't trying. Their names were tied to a lot of guys out there. Mm-hmm. They just didn't want to come here. Let riddle me that. Why? Why does Russell Wilson not want to come play for Philadelphia with a great line, a great uh, offensive minded coach? I know uh, where you're going with this. I know where you're going with this. I'm. I'm just. I'm just asking questions. Okay. I'm just mm-hmm. asking questions. I got the right. Okay. Why? Why? Why is wide receivers going to all these other poverty level franchises, but not? to to ours it reminds me i mean let's talk about it the baltimore ravens have a similar problem they can't sign a good wide receiver to save their lives right they have a better drafting record than we do so they can maybe deal with that in a better way but when we think about it and i talked to connor about this online uh a couple of days ago i don't trust howie roseman in draft when it comes to wide receivers you could give me an entire class loaded oh, top with, to bottom and I'm i with, still wouldn't trust him 100 um a good wide receiver <laughs> notwithstanding Devontae smith that was a bona fide you can't miss pick so well, i'm not going to give him credit for something that was obvious to everybody on the stage because the last year when it was obvious to everybody to to draft justin jefferson who did we get who'd we get with regger okay so i'm not gonna and so i want to for me i want to see how we make a splash of free agency because he told us that he is invested in surrounding um Jalen Hurts with premier dynamic talent, right? And the last time I checked, the the only people left on our free agent list. Let me go. Let me go to the list so I know exactly <laughs> who it is that we have available. Okay, to be to be traded. Okay, I mean to to sign Zach Pascal, Will Filler, Keenan Cole, Jamison Crowder, Sammy Watkins, Richie James, and Alden Tate. That's who we have left in the yeah. second tier market to come play with us. And maybe Robert Woods coming off a torn ACL. Now, now, let me tell you something. And, and I'm and I'm pretty sure other Eagle fans just tuning in, watching our podcast agree with this. I would trade for Robert Woods in a heartbeat, snap of a finger. All right. Like. I, I, I would do that in a heartbeat. Um, yes, he's coming off an ACL tear, but by the time the season starts, he'll be ready. You imagine putting Robert Woods with Devontae Smith on the field. Look he's- at look at what Sam just said. Okay. Woods just got traded to the Titans oh for a sixth round pick. Are Thank you, Sam. Serious? Keeping us updated. Are you we appreciate serious, you, bro. Man? Are you Breaking serious? news live. Jesus jumped up. Damn. See, see, we have nothing. Nobody wants to play. No wide receiver wants to come play here. What are we going? Like, how do, how does Howie, I'm not even Howie, whatever, but how does Howie get over that? This breaks right on the podcast. I appreciate you, Sam, for telling me that. This is insane. 
Like, this is crazy. So be before I even go into what I believe, I want you to finish telling us why you think receivers don't want to come here. What is the main purpose why receivers don't want to come here and, and you know, from your thoughts on it? Oh, absolutely. I, I'm going to just be real about it, okay? Mm -hmm. Because Jalen Hurts can't, isn't good with accuracy and he's not good as decision making. And so why receivers see that they yeah. see all these routes being run by mm -hmm. like, look at Devontae Smith. He's a great route runner. He gets open, but the ball's not being matriculated to him. Why? Because we can't, we don't trust Jalen with the ball in his hands. We don't, we became a run heavy team because when we trusted Jalen with the ball in his hands, it was terrible. It was terrible. I, 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 I kind of not agree with that. Just a tad bit. And what I say with that is I, I agree with you with his accuracy. It's not it's not on. Okay. But I don't think he's the reason why wide receivers don't want to come here. Me personally, mm -hmm. I think the wide receivers don't want to come here because of Howie Roseman. No, I, I I really believe I, that. Got, I reject that. I reject that. And let me let me I'm gonna interject to tell you why. I'm gonna interject to tell you why. Okay. Because at the end of the day, money talks. We want to yeah. say you want to say that is Howie Roseman. Uh, we who just re-signed back with the Texans. Everybody says the Texans is a terrible franchise. Nobody likes the people in Texas, and you have wide receivers. They don't even have a quarterback. Yeah, and wide receivers will re-sign with the next. The the okay. So to me, to to hear that it's the front office that players don't care about the front office. Players don't really care. It's sometimes they care one on one, but you're a free agent. You just want the you want the bread to be right. Yeah, you want you the want bag, that bread. Yeah. exactly. You want to catch your check, and the only way for you to catch a check when, especially, let's say, if your check is ridden with incentives. Okay, mm -hmm. I got to catch this many touchdowns. I got to catch this many balls. I got to do this many yards, and you have a quarterback who's or a scheme that's not friendly to that contract. You're just not going to want to play. You're not going to want to play for a team that you don't feel you're going to get many targets. And I think that that's a realistic thing. Not to say that Jalen can't grow, that Jalen can't, you know, ascend beyond what he's shown us so far. We mm -hmm. all hope that that would be the case. But if you look at the actions of the people in the NFL world and the NFL sphere, they don't believe it to be so. Because if they did, they were trusting the potential that he's shown. And in my opinion, the Eagles wouldn't have been running around trying to find a new QB. You know, wide receiver, one, just one wide receiver would have came here. Okay. I don't know. We'll say, to me, it's, it, we'll see. But it, it to me, I mean, you have to trust what, what everything is telling you. I mean, you got so, so, so let's, let's, let's stay on this topic with Jalen Hurts for a minute. Okay. You know, when, when you, when you had the quarterback, you know, debacle going on with, um, with Deshaun Watson and this, that, and the third. This is before he even got traded. You know, you had Eagles fans wanting to bring him here because of Jalen Hurts. And, you know, you got, you got, it, it was like if it was, it was a civil war on Twitter when it came to Jalen Hurts and wanting to part ways with him. You had some Eagle fans who was like, you know, give him time, let him develop. You had some Eagle fans who were like, no, you know, probably such as yourself, tell them, you know, let's, <laughs> let's go a different route. And there's nothing wrong with that, but like, me personally, me personally, you got to also look at Coach Seriani too. This, this was his first year, you know, first coach, first coaching year to go, you know, with the Eagles that went to the playoffs. So that's 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 a hell of an accomplishment, you know. So and even though 
Jalen ain't live up, you know, to the to the hype after Carson Wentz left, I still think that, you know, we should give him time because it's it's it's, it's like he's still young. What's this his second year now? Second year, I believe, right? Third going to the third year. Yeah. I think, you know, you you had some quarterbacks. I mean, let's let's keep it real. When when Peyton Manning first, you know, started, he was throwing INTs like nobody's business. He was trash. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? But the next mm-hmm. season and the season after that, people fared him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you 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 me personally. I, I, I have been very critical of Jalen, and you know that when mm-hmm. you know when we watch the games. But I think that the young man still need time to grow. And I think now that all the big wigs and that as Jack Tom Brady came back, you know, like all the big wide, re- I mean, I said wide receivers, quarterbacks is gone. So Deshaun didn't want to come here, and, and I'm pretty sure a lot of Eagle fans didn't want him to come here. But Jalen is all we got right now, and not only that, he knows the system quite well. So. Mm-hmm. Listen, and I and I and I appreciate that, and I think that what you're saying is very uh very true. And Connor even agrees with you. You got an amen from Connor. And right. so before I completely tell you why you're wrong, <laughs> I just want to say no. I'm just joking with you, bro. I think you. I agree with you. I agree. A lot of your points make make a lot of sense. Okay, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> at the same time, and and I think I've made my opinion on Jalen very clear that regardless of the potential that we see, I don't know if it's enough to automatically make him a franchise level quarterback. You, we talk about this idea of, of giving quarterbacks time and needing them to, to maturate. And I would agree with you up to a point. And then I look at Joe Burrow and then I look at um, Justin Herbert and then I look at Josh Allen and I look, and I look at all these young up and I look at, I look at Pat Mahomes who had a very similar situation to Jalen Hurts and the, and the, and the, in the leap from year one to year two was just um, out of control, whether they started or whether they didn't start. And when you look at Jalen and you see what he's been able to do, and it was good, a lot of it was good, but a lot of it came with creating an offense that was very basic, very simple. And Coach, which I'm going to go off what Coach is looking for, okay? He has four things in his mind when he's looking at a a QB and trying to decide if they're going to be successful long-term, right? Um, He talks about off-schedule playing. He talked about, you know, dynamicism in the field. He talked about uh, accuracy and decision-making. He says Jalen's got the first two. I would agree with you. Jalen does have the first two. He's got... He's got off-schedule skill making out the wazoo. He is dynamic, amazingly so. But the two things that will make or break a quarterback in today's NFL, not Peyton Manning's NFL, okay, today's NFL, okay, is accuracy and decision-making. And that's something that you can't tell me through an entire year you felt like it was comfortable for you to say he's the guy, period. Let's not look for something better. We all wanted Russell Wilson to come here. Okay, we all maybe thought for a second we had a chance at Deshaun Watson, whether or not we – a lot of different polarizing views with fans about that. We only have Jalen. I want Jalen to succeed, but I also don't want to be unrealistic to what I'm seeing the Eagles do in terms of helping him succeed. How are you helping him succeed with these level of wide receivers that we're bringing back? Is Greg Ward 
going to help Jalen Hurts succeed? Who's going to what, – what wide receiver can you name me outside of the Devontae Smith at this point well, right now? Shit. If you really want to be technical, I hate to say it. This may make you laugh, but Greg Ward is 100 times better than Jalen Rager ass. Okay, not, I'm not even going to hold you on that. <laughs> but that still does not give us somebody that's going to elevate this offense, that's going to no, give Jalen a security blanket, somebody to help him. Where's our veteran wide receiver in that room to, to steady things well, up and to this, give this, some guys like a solid leadership presence. I'm is, just to me, it just feels like we'll talk about it because our next segment is very heavy, heavy, heavy on Howie and what we feel like the job that he's doing. But I just feel like there's a lot of like we're the we're so smart, we're so smart, we're so great. We don't really need to challenge and shake up our process at all, and that terrifies me a little bit because as you know, the the Eagles process tend to be a little bit um like terrible. I agree. To sum it up, I agree. So you ready to get into that next? Subject? Yeah, let's get into that next. So I was trying to hold on a little bit to see if uh, John would show up, but uh, we'll get right into that next segment. Okay, so let's talk about it. Like, let's leave off. Like Sam said, right? Manning had great wide receivers. I think that is the key. Where is the great wide receivers that we can say? Talk about with Jalen to give him a chance. You well, know? we we traded one away that I I I believe shouldn't been traded away. So yeah, there you go. All right, and we got new Taylor over here. Thank you, Taylor, for joining us. They want to talk about Jalen. We already talked about Jalen Rager, bro. I, 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 <laughs> that's so many shows. <laughs> we'll come back to it again. It, it's just sad. That's all we can say. Okay. And Connor, last word. Big season for Jalen. Got to give him some weapons. Okay. Um, but let's get into Howie, okay? I want to talk about this new three-year extension he got that he basically wrote up and si- drafted and signed himself and and how you feel he has done under his 10-plus years as GM, chairman, some big title name for the Eagles organization and what you think he needs to do to sort of show us uh, – what is needed and what could be better for, for the Eagles organization? First and foremost, I agree with what Tyler just said. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did mess it up. So, Calvin really messed it up. Well, that's – well, yeah. Yeah, okay. All I'm right. just making so, sure we stand the right person. Okay. okay. Howie tried. No, 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 no. Credit, I'm, I'm going back to the Howie subject. That's what I meant. Mm-hmm. Here's my thing. First and foremost, I'm going to say something that I don't – I never thought I would say in my lifetime because I have the, the platform to do it. Thank you, Howie Roseman, for giving us the Super Bowl in 2017. Yeah. Jesus jumped out Christ, man. I appreciate you for doing it. Thank you, Howie. I, I do. I do. And I wish, man, that you would have attacked free agency like you did that year. Mm. Right during, you know, during this free agency period. Absolutely. What did um, we get in that free agency? Remind me, what? Refresh we got uh, uh, LeGarrette Blunt, mm-hmm. Alshon Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Long. Mm-hmm. Who else we got? Come on, come on! It's a lot of other people. Barrington Brooks. Yeah, there you go. It's 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 it, it, it's it goes more. Hold on, hold on. Trying to remember. Oh, we got what was what? He, he was a rookie at the time. We drafted him. What's the name? The dude from New Jersey. The, uh, what's the cat name? Come on, guys. What's his name? He he played for Dallas last year. Vinny Curry. No, no, he was the running back. Oh my god. My oh bro- oh oh oh! I know what you're talking about. Um, C- C- Corey Clement. Correct. You know, we, we had the ultimate team. Don't forget and about Blunt, Garrett Blunt. Yeah, I said him first. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I just wish, man, you know, I just wish that one Super Bowl celebration, I should say, for you, and and you know what I mean for you is Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie was the end all be all in my book. They got so comfortable with it, they like, you know what? We got it. But guess what, boys? <laughs> it's a different year, man. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to experience another parade. Thank God I got the experience before I leave this earth. One. And I appreciate that. But here's how I feel about Howie Roseman. You know it's free agency. You know other teams is looking for needs just like you looking for needs. Okay? And and they gonna talk, they gonna talk the bag. Okay. And like my partner said, free agents want that bag. Period point blank. Money talks. When 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 he signed Hassan Reddick, I was I was happy. You know, I, I was I was Connor can tell you that because I was happy as hell. But then here's let me tell you, y'all going you're gonna laugh about this. This is just my opinion. Howie Roseman made it seem like his signing was better than Hassan Reddick's. Breaking news. Howie Roseman signs a three-year deal with the Philadelphia Eagles. I was like, are you the fuck serious? Yo, I didn't even know he signed a deal. I just saw the text and I was like, of course. I was like, dude, you could have done that shit after the free agency. It's you're, it's like in, in my mind, these cats really believe they are Hollywood. Okay, mm-hmm. that, not, that I, signing got more. I'm sorry to cut you off, but yeah, I just, go ahead. that signing got more fanfare than um when Fletch got released and that, resigned. That's, that's what I'm. This this is what I'm building up to. That's what I'm trying to explain. And it's like you signed yourself or Lori, whatever you. You signed yourself to a three-year deal. Man, I don't give a hoop, hoop nanny grandma panties about your ass, bro. You could have did that shit after the fact. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yep. Howie Roseman's situation is, dude, he, like, 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 like Sam said, he makes mistakes. He does. Okay? The, the Cox is a prime example, but I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna get into that. No, no, no. Go ahead, because I'm. I know I've been. I've been. I've been waiting to talk about that. Go ahead. Why? why yeah, you, but, but just like like Sam said, the restructuring of the contract, keeping the older guys based on sentiment, right? And mm-hmm. look, here my guy John is showing up right on time, so that he could give his little. Oh well, maybe there's a good reason why we kept him. No, there is no good reason to keep Fletcher Cox. Okay, and I'm gonna tell you why. Okay. Because we all saw him literally lose a step in the game against the the New Orleans Saints two, three seasons ago, right? Mm -hmm. And ever since then, he lost his explosiveness. He lost the the thing that made him be in the discussion with Aaron Donald for the best D-tackle in the history of the game. He ain't it no more, okay? And yet, what we what did we kept doing? We kept restructuring, pushing that that money, pushing, pushing that money into the future until that contract got so bloated, they had to cut him to save eighteen million dollars against the cap because he's not worth eighteen million dollars, right? And okay, then we brought him back on another one year deal, which it to me is compounding the problem. Why are we bringing him back when that should have just been a clean break? Thank you for your services. We appreciate you. We we thank you so much, Fletch. 
Why, why, why? Connor is agreeing with me too. Okay. Fletcher has not been worth the salary for years. Okay. Let, let, let me say something real quick, because John, I know you just came in, brother. Welcome. Let me just say something real quick. In 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 the time is yours, brother. I appreciate that. <laughs> you you have to keep in mind, Ophelia. Fletcher Cox, even though he has not been himself in the last two years, this man's presence alone intimidates other players. I second that. Okay. And the reason why I say that is, um, what's the boy name who was playing with him last year? I mean, you know, last year. He, he was, Hargrave. Grave Digger. Hargrave. Hargrave. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hargrave was so dominant. Not just because of his skill set alone, it's because of Fletcher Cox. Say it again. Because of Fletcher Cox. All right. Regardless if his if his 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 plate went down, went downhill. This man still demands a double team by any means necessary. Okay. And when he get double teamed, that's how Hargrave got to have it. His play last year. A lot of people is sleeping on that, and and I agree with you that his play did go down, but I can't. I, I don't agree with you saying that I let him go. I, I can promise you this, and we'll see this year. If Fletcher Cox would not have been the Eagle this year, we would have been in some shit, straight like that. Yeah. Time is yours, John. I let John speak on it before I go and I tell okay. you why you're wrong. Again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Again. <laughs> go ahead, John. Do your thing, bro. Salutations, family. Sorry for the delay. Um, Fletcher has, he's, he has played not really down. Will, you really hit it on the head. He demands a double team just with his presence alone. If you look, team scheme up blocking him the entire game and and it's they they make an emphasis to take him out of games Correct. so I, I i wouldn't say necessarily that he took a step back i think that teams are game planning for him they know how disruptive to do this but i think also he was miscast initially with gannon trying to figure out what defense and personnel to run at certain times i agree i agree um he he's a forever eagle. That dude will forever, ever be held highly because he he was drafted here. He he cut his teeth here. He became a Hall of Famer here. I don't think you give up on a guy like that so early. And I think that a part of letting that contract, letting him go, was just a formality for the contract because his bonus. The escalators in the bonuses, if that contract would have went on, we would have never been able to get out of that. Right. They and picked the right time to do it. I think there was mutual interest. I'm sure they had to have discussed this before the day, before this month even. I'm sure how he came to them. I'm sure how he spoke to his agent and said, you know, that time's oh, coming. Oh, for sure. Um, for sure. Yeah, your contract's a little bloated. We yeah. want you here forever. We want you to retire at Eagle. We don't care if your play drops off. I, I ain't gonna say they that. don't. They don't care that his play drops off. I, mm -hmm. Nah, I don't agree mm -hmm. with that. No, and, they don't. And listen, they don't I, care. They're gonna keep that dude here, like they're gonna keep Kelsey here. No, he listen, John, I, I, he has I, the key, just like Carson got the key to the team. 
Fletcher Cox. And, and, how, and, how, I, how and, you, and I agree with you. And how, I, how I agree with you. And I agree with you. And look, Sam, Sam brings up a great point that I want to talk about when I when I when I talk about why I, I agree with y'all up to a point, and I mm-hmm. still think we should have again. My feelings on it is that Fletch should have been traded two seasons ago. It's not. I'm not even basing my two feelings off of this ago? old thing. Two se- before his play declined because his it play really has decline. been. No, no, his play has been declining, and every and you know why everybody knows his play has been declining. Two things: one, they couldn't trade him. They couldn't trade him for nothing. They tried. Well, he was hurt. He was coming back him. from an injury. They he tried was, trading. We him. had no OTAs. Okay, twice he couldn't get traded. Okay, one and two, it's true they couldn't have him at the if if Fletcher Cox had been playing the same way that we know Fletcher to play, then he they wouldn't have needed to release him and do all this. That and the third, they would have happily paid him their money in that contract. They released him because they knew that paying him premier eighteen million whatever a year for the play that he's been given, which he hasn't cracked. Um. His highest, would have gone up. his highest sack total was 8.5 sacks, which he it would have been more than 18, though. That's why they had okay. to cut him. But Those exactly, escalators in, that, in his contract would have bumped my it. My point, uh, um, John, is that he's not worth that money anymore. He's not worth top DT5 money. But but that's what, you know, we, we want to I, 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 I can almost guarantee you if... Let's say if the Eagles would have traded him to the Chargers, he would have got more money than he making. With I the don't Eagles. agree. Yeah. I don't agree. I don't because I yeah, do he would feel definitely like a part of me feels like, look, at the end of the day, he ca- he came back on a one year deal. Okay, mm-hmm. he didn't come back on a three year deal on a two year deal. If it's probably in the works. I don't agree. I probably I in the works. I'm telling you, they're gonna keep him here. Y'all are, y'all are looking at Cox from a perspective from a perspective and a persona that he's the same guy that still got us 8.5 sacks a couple of seasons ago. And he's not that guy. Yes. I agree with you. He does still demand the same type of respect or that he used to get, but the results aren't the same. Uh, He used to demand. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to, I want to just build my case, build my case. Y'all can, y'all can tear it down. Okay. Go ahead. No, we're not going to tear it down. I'm not going to tear it down. He used to demand, Two, two, um, uh, two guards on him, right? Mm-hmm. Because his his disruptive zip was off the charts, and even with him having them two men on him, he was still impacting the quarterback. He was still making. It. And I'm not saying he doesn't, but he disappeared in way too many games. When the heart and soul Brandon Graham went down, you should have seen more of Fletcher, not less. Yes, mm-hmm. I agree that Hargrave benefited mm-hmm. from. You know, Cox kind of having taken on those double teams and doing all this, but even Hargrave kind of came down. He started off great and he couldn't maintain his consistency. Look at where we ended up. Our 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 defense ended up compared to the rest of the league. Look at look at how much pressure we got. Look at how much you know uh, sacks we got. It wasn't good enough, and a large part of that is because we didn't get what we thought we were going to get from Fletcher. For me, my perspective is, you you, 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 you do well with the player, like, basically, Zach Ertz. I love Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz is great. Zach Ertz still can contribute. He signed a great deal with the... Um, yeah, he did. With the, with the Cardinals, right? He did. Because he mm-hmm. can still contribute. I agree. I'm fine with that. If, if 
Fletcher Cox could still contribute, but we couldn't pay him because we had somebody waiting in the wings, blah, blah, blah. I'd be fine with that. But that's not the case. We need Fletcher Cox to be better than what he has been, and he just hasn't. He just hasn't. No. So that's that's my two cents on it. I feel like when it comes to Howie Roseman in general, he's too sentimental to the wrong players, and that gets him in a lot of trouble. You talked about how Carson had the key to the city, and he could do whatever he wanted, and that – turned out how it did Fletcher Cox maybe similar to well let me I'm, and I'm glad you said that so is it fair to say BG still shouldn't be here now no and let me tell you why tell let me, me tell you why because mm-hmm. with BG the role mm-hmm. that we expect GB BG to play he always carries out his assignment what I expect from what I expect from Fletcher and what Fletcher gives me is not the same what I expect from Brandon Graham and what Brandon Graham. I'm talking about me? the tenure, though. I'm talking about the tenure. What you mean? Meaning, like retire. Correct. You get what I'm saying? Because check no. this out. Let's let's keep it real. Before BG went down, I mean he was okay, but he wasn't. You know, he he wasn't a a, a fair. You know, he did his thing. He did his job. But that's but, my point. He but, knew his role. Yeah, but what I'm saying to you, where I'm going with this is. You know, remember, before they signed BG back, you know, he, he was crying. He's ready to leave. He he mm-hmm. thought he was going to be gone. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And it goes to what you was just saying, Afia, about how he rose and how he attached himself to certain people. Now, um... But that's my point. His role was he B, BG didn't get paid to mm-hmm. be our, D, our D1N. Fletcher Cox is paid to be our D1 tackle, but he's not I, I agree with you. Like I agree with you, Sam. He isn't making there what cops is though. I, I and agree. Look, Taylor has the same the product, productivity versus, and that's why they released him to bring him back under a lower number because they knew they couldn't pay him that money when he hasn't been producing, and he hasn't been producing since he got that toe injury. And I don't know if it's the toe injury. I don't know if it's you know, but he's what we're three years removed from it now. I don't know if it was the scheme change. He talked about it. He didn't like it, being more comfortable. He he started to play better as the year got on. I understand conserving your bodies. I understand that whole understanding how to be a I, professional athlete. I, in this that's another third. factor, too. But I mean, at the same time, look, look at what Aaron Donald is giving. Can you tell me realistically that Fletcher Cox and, and they're still in the same conversation? No. Today? No, they're, 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 no, they're not. I mean, Aaron Donald was the Come best. Come on, John. Yeah, but Aaron Donald has nah, dog. Come nah, on, John. Nah, really? Nah, really? Nah, don't, 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 yeah, Von Miller. He had all them dudes. And, I mean, and, and wait, wait. I, I listen, Michael now that you said that, John. I agree with you on that part because you gotta also look at his 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 um his teammates too, Afia. Yeah, you get what the man, the demand, and also the scheme change through the season. He was still Aaron Donald was still doing well even before Von Miller showed up. One of Fletcher's complaints about switching from Jim Swartz's defense to Gannon's defense is that the the gap responsibility he now has. So not only he can't just get upfield now he's responsible for another gap. So sometimes you have to. That sounds like a lot of excuses. He for can't a get a feel. Basically, basically, basically like, in, in the team that know. they listen, ran, listen, listen. he can't get right up field. He has to put two gaps in case of a cutback. Right. 
Let me let me ask you. Let me just say, how do we go from bashing Howie Roseman to defending signing re-signing Fletcher? Cox? No, 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 no. It no, made no. sense. The bashing going to continue. You know, goddamn well is going to continue on my part. I, <laughs> no, I want to get us back on brand. I want to get us back on topic. Get us back on brand. I want kumbaya. We, we need. We need help me, Howard. Help me, Howard. Help me. No, help me, please. No, look, look. Let me let me show you the real quickness of it. Choo choo. It's over. Back to Howie. So check this out. When it comes to that weasel. Like I said, I hate the fact that he signed himself to a three-year deal and made it the biggest thing, the biggest free agent signing in Philadelphia. <laughs> he made yeah. it bigger than Reddick, if you ask me. And yeah. it's like, dude, I'm watching all these other teams get better receiver-wise. You know, Juju went over to Kansas City, you mm -hmm. know. And, and, and here's the thing. You want to know, to me, the only receiver out there that's reliable right now is Jarvis Landry. And guess yeah. what? He's going to mm -hmm. find his way right back to Cleveland because of that yep. big asshole that's over there. So guess yep. what? Unless that little weasel Roseman and his agent been talking, the only way we're going to get a receiver, John, and, and all you Eagle fans that's tuned in, we're going to have to trade. And guess what? One of those picks is going to be one of the picks that we're going to have to trade away. No, no, yeah. no, no. You can, you can trade. You can trade for Robert Woods for a third. I take no, Robert Woods. No, I promise you. Yo, old Robert man Woods River. Nice. No, no, wait, John. Wait, I got this. Old man River, you are late to the game. Robert Robert Woods got traded to the Titans for a six-round oh, yeah. pick a few it hours ago, bro. Yeah. Oh, we started the, yes. store, the, the show off with that. Sorry yeah. to break it to you, bro. Yeah, he going, bro. Yo, you should have seen my face. Cause look, look, Sam, Sam, the one that broke the news on me. Yeah, Sam. Show. Thank you, Sam. Lord, I, I was up there talking. I was like, yeah, we can get right. And, and Sam was like, nah, he going. I was like, what? And besides, he's coming off a torn ACL, and I don't trust our medical staff with, with players coming off injuries. And and Sam brings up a point about how his best years come with Joe. I don't I don't know about that in terms yeah. of, of the draft and this and the third. Mm -hmm. I just feel the like Pumphrey pick that Pumphrey pick was Joe Douglas, though. Oh, all the way. Remember him talking about his ankles and his Ben Flex or something? Whatever. The Listen. only props I'm gonna give Howie Roseman is what I did in the beginning of this pod. Thank you for the Super Bowl. That man right. will never yeah. respect Right. Me, and bro. that's that's yeah. my tie-in. The only thing that I say for Howie to, no, no, no. I'm not even going to say the only thing. I'm not even going to say the only thing. I have a couple of things that I'll say is <laughs> I'm down for Howie for, okay? He mm -hmm. knows how to um, rebuild. He's great on the rebuilds, right? Look at all the times that he – think about it. Think about it. When he came in from the, the, the crater <laughs> of the chip era, and you came in with all the free agent signings, right? In 2016, 2017, he came in, had all that stuff. We won the Super Bowl based off of him building up to scale. He's good at building teams. He is not good at maintaining teams. That's why right. I'm worried. That's why I'm concerned. Because mm. his his dynamicism comes in his ability to, to maneuver places. But then when it comes to maintaining his position, he's always just a little bit lacking. And that's why I want him – to, to do better. I I think that, you know, they talk about, we have a lot of our fans talking about Joe Douglas. I like the new guy. What's his name? Um, Andy Weidel. Andrew Weidel. I think he's a good influence on Howie. I think our he might get poached. a little bit better. No, but you know what? I saw the Steelers are, are looking into other candidates, so so maybe not. Who knows? Oh, yeah. Brandon, Brandon, uh, what's his last name? The, the Brandon guy Brown. From, Brandon Brown. Yeah, and then, um, yeah. The, the old GM from the, the Giants got an interview, too. What's his name? Um, Jim Reese or Jesse, whatever, the Reese guy or whatever. 
Who cares? Anyway. Oh, yeah, he's good. He was good. He, now, the Giants are uh oh anybody that goes there, I feel bad for him. Yeah. No, the but Giants, you know, this go you know there at the end of your career, not the beginning. Exactly, correct. That's <laughs> I'm, that's honestly that's the graveyard of the NFC. <laughs> <laughs> you see Evan Ingram left. He he yeah, was like he was like Doug Peterson with the Jacksonville. I'm and out. that goes back to my point too with money talks. Because the Jaguars aren't exactly that great of a franchise either, but they went over there, they pay big money, and they have a QB, and that's enough for players. Players don't care what's going on in the front office. They just want to know who is throwing them the football, who is passing them the football. And so to me, I am just looking at the things that Howie does, and I'm just finding myself saying it's the same old, same old. He he says he's learned. He says he's going to get better. We're supposed to be surrounding Jalen with all this talent. If it's coming from the draft, I'm scared. Man, look, look, shit, I don't trust the draft. Not, not just the goddamn offense. Shit. Surround okay, let's talk about this. Because- Connor says that he'd give up a first round pick for DK Metcalf and a second and a third for Lockett. Thoughts? Second and third for Lockett. Yeah, that's steep for DK. We no, better be getting. Back, we better be getting back picks, high picks, like it's like DK. DK. Listen, let me tell you something. That's that's actually accurate, uh, old man River. Because think about this: if if DK Metcalf is the best receiver over there now because he he surpassed Lockett over there. He's going they're going to demand a first. So here's the thing. I, I hate to say it, but yeah, I'll give up a first for DK like mm-hmm. instantly. I would like you mm-hmm. can't you you can't you can't sit there and say Mm-mm, because guess what? Ain't nobody else here uh, a fear like there's no I other know, but you I'm sorry. I just you, I so, about look, it doesn't sit guaranteed. right with me. I, I just, can, I just, it just doesn't sit right with me I to pay up that you. much money when we listen, could do. I want to save that first round for next season. John, 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 listen to this, John. You talking about the Seattle Seahawks? Wait, and it, it ironic it's the same team that was on the movie draft that was trying to swindle you. Yeah, right. The same team. So listen to this. You have to know in your mind they are not going to want nothing else but a first round for DK Metcalf. They don't want no second round pick. They're not going to go for that. They're going to want a first. It is I I can promise you that. Okay, we do got uh three first rounders and that's that's my whole point, Taylor. Tyler. Um is that how he's not going to keep all three. I mean, we all can we all agree to that? He's not yeah, going to keep But 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 my point is, my point is, look. You got if you trade DK Metcalf for first round, you got to spend that money to sign him to a contract. I don't know if I want to do that. I, I, I don't stuff. To, all the power to me, on the sideline and stuff. Right to me, I don't know. I just clockwork, I, clockwork arms. With I the, just, I just, I'm, just and and the, I'm just not for it. I'm just not for it. I don't know something about don't know. it. You say that now, uh, old man River, because you know damn well if you that 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 thing came up on breaking news, you gonna be the first one to be jumping up and down. Stop it. Cut it out. You know I, damn well. You know, there's a couple of great questions out there. Like you're Sam right. Up you're right. <laughs> yeah. That Sammy Julio Jones is still out there. Julio no, Jones. Hard pass. Okay. Hard pass. Odell, would you go Odell? I'll go Odell. Emmanuel Sanders is a gamer, though. I'm not really into coming off players with injuries because we are for. I don't trust our medical staff. And, and guess what? And that's why he's only worth a fifth. Mm. Just because of that alone. I ain't gonna give him nothing big. I give him a fifth for Odell, hands down. Hey, take him. Go ahead. He's a free agent. No, no. I'm just saying if that was the case, you get what I'm saying. But free agency, uh, well, I'm taking. Yeah, yeah, 
Him and Devontae yeah. Smith together, they 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 be some bullies on the field, boy. Yeah. No, listen, I just for me, when I'm thinking about it, who do we need? They're trying to turn Quez Watkins into a slot. I like that idea of of getting him out and in, in into the slot. So that really means that we just need a big body over there to play opposite of Smith. That okay, DJ Kevin maybe automatically solves all our problems, but I don't know if that necessarily solves all of our problems. So that to me is just something where do I really feel like that value? Second, maybe third, maybe a first. Uh, it's too steep for me. It's just nah, you got, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have too rich, to. Listen, too rich for my blood. What about? So listen, I, I seen I seen something on Twitter earlier. Somebody made sense of something, and I wanted to bring this up to you guys because I wanted to talk about other people that Harvey Roseman need to pick up. I heard I seen this guy say something about the Eagles can possibly trade with the Chargers for Keenan Allen. Mm. And I said yeah. to myself, damn, that would be hella interesting, man. Oh, now that Ooh. now, now you can talk to me about Keenan Allen. Now, I'm listening. When, when, when he said that, I'm, I replied like, I just put the, you know, the emoji like, hmm, hmm. Like, that's a good-ass pick. I mean, you know, uh, Trey, imagine that, man. I, I would love that all day, every day. The yep. only thing is, is like, you going, like I was saying, you can set up your offense. That's cool. The problem with Harvey Roseman to me is this dude is allergic to linebackers for some strange reason. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know what it is, Afia and John, <laughs> but you have, to me, in my opinion, the best middle linebacker in the NFL today, besides the dude, the rookie who just, you know, spazzing in Dallas, you have Bobby Wagner out there. And you telling me you couldn't put Bobby Wagner with Hassan Reddick, mm -hmm. Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham. Imagine that. Uh, uh, like, dude, I need to make sense of this. I need I need you Eagle fans to tell me as well. Why isn't Howie Roseman trying to contact this man? I, I need I need a logical. Well, well now listen, listen, guys. If you if you if you hear the 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 media, they're telling us well. Remember, the Eagles already spent a large chunk of their cap re-signing their own guys. We got Malata. We got Goddard. Okay? We got Hurts. Like, that's why we haven't put out for any of these bigger names. Oh, oh, but you know what, though? At the same time, um, I just saw, what, today, that we restructured Play. I was about to say that. contract just about right, to, say to, that. Add, to add, like, $11 million into the cap. Mm -hmm. Now, could that be for a Wagner? Could that be for a Tyron Matthew? Honey one Badger. One could only hope. Okay. Um, but but again, we always have to 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 understand that at the end of Howie Roseman's show, we're living in the world he's running. Okay, I, I don't want to live know? in it anymore. I want. I, I know, I know, me either. <laughs> but we got three more years because you more. know he will, he will serve every ounce of that extension. I I, no I, I put out a tweet a couple of days ago. I, I wanted to put this out there, and some of you guys will probably remember. You're damn it. right, Sam. Laugh. Um, I put out a a, a thing, and 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 I was saying. Three years of Howie Roseman, man, and talking about Howie Roseman. You know how many people came at my neck about protecting that dude? I was like, are you serious, bro? Told you got to protect your neck. Bro, I'm going to let you have that <laughs> last word joking, on Howie before we get to the ads. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. And I just wanted to put that out there. I put that tweet out there, and people was on my neck, and I couldn't believe it. Like, I was like, 
Are y'all serious? Because of the because of the great job he's done with the cat. Yeah, exactly. Right. Everything that he has to do, all the massaging every time. And I think you know yes. you see a lot of tweets out yep. there, and they go, they say, yes. you don't, yes. you're not yes. necessarily a cap wizard just because you push money into the future. That doesn't make you a cap wizard. A cap wizard is is a person who doesn't have to do stuff like that, who can make sure that their moves are such that they're always healthy, you know? And I just think at the end of the day, how he is, who he is, we get what we get, and we just have to hope one day the owner will see the truth, the light of day. Hey, Go ahead, hey, 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 Tyler, real quick. Imagine that. Not only, not only would it be awesome, but TJ Edwards' game would go rocket the hell up just because of Bobby Wagner being on the field with him alone. He would demand so much. Like, because their minds would be set on Bobby Wagner, TJ Edwards and open it up. Oh, my God. Then you have Hassan Reddick coming coming from anywhere like a missile. Yeah, he's a hybrid, man. That's what I'm saying. Please, listen, 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 listen. If anybody out there, <laughs> I'm reaching my hand out to you. <laughs> okay? If anybody know Howie Roseman, anybody, please, please, Somebody tell this man, just please go get Bobby Wagner, man. I beg of you. All the words I ever said to you do, I would take back. I mean it. I, I really mean it. Until you let him go, then, you know. Yeah, I just I just want Bobby Wagner here, man. Jesus. Him or the Honey Badger. Oh, my God, yo. Oh, that would be so excellent. I, I favored Bobby Wagner when he was coming out of Utah State. I was like, this dude's going to be nasty. Yeah, he's and was what's he done? Like, that dude, one of the best defensive players of all time. What? Oh, yeah. like, yeah. our, our defense would immediately improve. Fingers is crossed. With, Fingers is crossed. All right, now let's let's go to the ads, all right? College basketball fans, join the action on the court during the biggest tournament of the year with DraftKings Sportsbook. Turn your team's victory into your own big win. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. It's that simple. If they win, you win. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still join the College Hoops Acts with DraftKings Pools. Anyone can play free pools all March long for a shot of a share of $250,000 in prizes. Simply join a pool and answer questions like who will make it to the next round and who will hit the most three-pointers, and then track your results. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TPPN. You see it scrolling down the screen. You bet $5 on any college hoops team to win and get $200 in free uh, bets if they do. And if you if they win, you win. Make sure you use that promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 and older restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right. Please make sure you download DraftKings Sportsbook. Use that promo code. Help us out there. Okay, we have some very interesting comments here. A lot of us, we know, we're talking about the need for a, a, a linebacker, how we see in Bobby Wagner and so on and so forth. Um, I'm going to switch gears a little bit and talk about the wider mm. NFL, some of the news that's gone down in the, in the wider NFL. Um, you guys may know what I'm referencing, obviously, Deshaun Watson to the Browns. I really want to spend some time kind of, talking about this whole thing but before we do before we do talk about it from a from a football perspective i want to talk about it from a human perspective um and i just want to say that my heart sympathy and condolences go out to all the women who came forward to 
um, expressed some concern about Deshaun Watson's conduct and who may feel by everything that has happened since they have come forward that they haven't been heard, they haven't been seen, their allegations haven't been taken seriously, and now this man has just been rewarded with the most guaranteed money in the entire NFL. And, and what does that say about um, what the NFL thinks about women? So I just want to say from woman to woman, I see you, I hear you, and I'm so sorry that you maybe aren't in the best place right now because this is a real serious topic that we're talking about, and we sometimes forget about that when we only think about the, the player and not the person. And uh, when before we get to talking about Deshaun Watson, the player, I just had to take a moment to think about and talk about how Deshaun Watson, the person, is under some severe uh, allegations that you know have to be have to be mentioned and cannot be ignored. So just my heart goes out to everybody. I agree with you okay. on that. I agree with you. Thank you so um, much for that. Uh to counter real quick. Uh no, I would not bring in Patrick Peterson, but we'll talk about that later. Mm -hmm. But the to, to, to dive into the Deshaun Watson situation, um he's a dynamic player, man. Okay. Like before all this stuff went down when he was he was clearly in the top 10, top five, if you want to, to do the dynamic. Uh, I think any team in the National Football League would love to, you know, have his services. Please believe that. Um, as far as Deshaun Watson, the human being, um, I, I, I don't rob the dude. You know, I don't get down with him. Um, the allegations alone is sickening. And... It's just something I don't get down with. But at the end of the day, and, and I agree with you, uh, Afia, 100%, you know, we, we have to answer to, you know, uh, uh, it's all political if you really want to go there. That's what it really is about. And it's like, you know, if a judge says something, this is what it is. Me personally, I, I think the dude did something, you know. But I guess, you know, the powers that be didn't agree with it. But you know he still has. Uh, I think he got another. His civil suits. Yeah. So that's still. Over. So that's still that's still going on. So you know, you, you paid this guy all this money. You know he. You still got to also answer to. Uh, uh, Roger Goodell. NFL conduct. Well, correct. Six games. Six, yeah. games. So Six games. It's 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 a lot that's going on. I guess I guess uh, the Browns is like you know what we we shit we can. We can take six games. They just went here and signed uh, Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, I want to actually that. talk about they that. They did that just because of that. And I think they know that he's going to miss six games. But With, Bring it up a great point, okay? Mm -hmm. I, they, they talked about his contract, right? I, I mentioned that he got the most guaranteed money. He's getting five years fully guaranteed, $240 million. His first year salary for this year is less than $10 million. So mm -hmm. they structure and and you know how most contracts – if you are suspended, all your guarantees are voided. Apparently, people are hearing that that he's protected against that in his contract. So they wrote wow. a contract out for him. The Browns did, understanding his his legal, you know, hurdles that he has to still to still cross, and sort of basically inoculated him from any consequences that the NFL can really give him, you know, financially because he's only going to make less than 10 million this year so if he's suspended and he doesn't play he's not really losing anything he didn't lose any money um yeah. so i definitely um think that the browns 
took into consideration everything that's going on and still decided that the product that he brought to the field was worth the $240 million that they're going to pay him five, over five years, no matter what, which is out of this world, out of insane. And Taylor brings up um, <clears throat> an interesting point. Okay. And not to say that we want to necessarily get into the whole legal situation, but, but maybe as just as a matter I, of course, we as a, as fans, as a public need to know if this man um, is capable of such things. And I do think that there is a lot to be said about the possibility that he is. And what does that say about the NFL that we allow people like that to exist? I think when there's no video evidence, the NFL prefers to just sweep it under the rug. I don't know. What do you think, John? I agree. Cause look at what happened in Dallas. They had to pay it. They had to pay all that money for that dude videotaping the cheerleaders. Like, like, Right, and I think it's in some place, point. in I th I think it's. I'm glad the saga's over, but um, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I, I, I don't see how it's gonna work there. That's a weird. It's a yeah. weird spot. That's a lot of money to guarantee lock into one player that's going through a lot of things at this current moment, like. And as far as I can see, has never expressed any amount of remorse or any amount of like con uh, contrition for his behaviors, or or have been in any way, shape, or form accountable. And all and, and from all accountings, it's all been oh, this is all smears, this is all false allegations. None of this is real. But I mean, why put yourself in a situation where you're trying to have uh, massage bookings with so many different women during a pandemic? Appreciate you know what I mean? Just just on. On the base bare, if I was to just believe you, just bare minimum of the the story he's trying to tell, it's still odd and creepy, and not at all what I would very want creepy. from the base of my franchise. Very creepy, very you know? creepy, just very creepy behavior. Why are you trying to have consensual relations with with a professional who's trying to work on you for so you can maintain your status in your sport? Yeah, to me, that doesn't speak to a mind that's 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 very clear, you know. Real quick, Sam, you said the big the big problem. The NFL suspended Ridley one year for gambling, or Watson might get six games. Disgusting. I agree with you. 100. I agree. If I if agree. I am if I, I am if I am Calvin Ridley's agent, I am fighting that to the end. My whole thing of it is, you know, it's cool for for NFL players to beat up on women, or you know, in elevators and do what they do, you know, do drugs and stuff and rape women. And get six games banned or two games banned, but you know, never question the integrity of our sport. Yeah, like Don't I, question whether we cheat on like, games. Like, mm -hmm. because guess what? You know, if if I'm Calvin Ridley, I'm like, listen, man, you need to fight this because the Eagles. If that if if the, if the reports was true, the Eagles was trying to trade him. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. And I, and Taylor's bringing up a good point, and Sam too. Like the NFL has to take a very harsh look at itself, and I think. We can see in the way that they handled everything with the Washington football mm -hmm. team. And now with going into another investigation into Dan Snyder's conduct and yeah, how, you right. know, they want him, they want him to sell the team, but the NFL is not trying to force him. The NBA could force owners to sell their team. We all saw that happen, right? Donald, Donald not, Sterling. 
Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm thinking about, John. Mm. Thank you. But we're not mm -mm. seeing that same type of push and behavior from the NFL, especially when it comes to these serious allegations um, regarding women. And so when you when you hear the, the NFL say, oh, we, we want to incorporate more women into our league. We want to make women, you know, bigger fans. We want to make sure you understand that this is a place for you. It rings hollow. It rings very, very, very hollow when you can see that they honestly don't care if the if there's no video evidence if they don't have tangible proof right as long as it's a he said she said situation they'll always just lean towards what he said because I, he's the player that they want to make money off of mm -hmm. and i just think that we that is a very terrible way to show fans that you actually care about the product that you're putting on the field if you really cared about the integrity of the game you would never allow someone like Deshaun Watson or Ben Roethlisberger or um, let's talk about uh, uh, Andrew Adrian Peterson, Jameis Watson, any of the men that have had serious allegations put on their name and didn't do their time. So I'm not talking about Michael Vick, who had a serious allegation, went to jail, did his time, expressed remorse, and got a second chance. I'm talking about individuals yeah. like that. Talk yeah. about those who don't get any type of accountability and they still go on and make money in the nfl it's, it's a terrible message very good point i agree and very and point. now now that we touched on that part of the deshaun watson era let's talk about the player in cleveland i i think cleveland browns are going to be dangerous mm. talk so, about the whole afc to, yeah listen yeah the whole afc but like if if they happen to find a way, and I hope they don't, and I hope my Eagles do it, if they happen to find a way to get Jarvis Landry back there with Amari Cooper, and now you got Deshaun Watson as your quarterback, my God, you already got the backs you need, man. Mm -hmm. And if Kareem Hunt happened to sign back there, listen to me, man. <laughs> I, I am here to tell you right now, okay, the Browns will be what the Bengals were this year. Mm -hmm. Okay, they're going to be tough. Mm -hmm. Okay, that 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 young man got a chip on his shoulder with all this stuff going on with the courts and all that. If he happens to play, and you know, if he don't get the six game thing, but that team is going to be dangerous. The AFC conference alone has the best quarterbacks in the National Football League. Like, mm -hmm. like the AFC is going to destroy. <laughs> the ratings and the te television ratings in the NFL just because of the quarterbacks alone. If this I'm thinking about that division alone, that division has Deshaun, Lamar, yes, and Joe yes, Burrow, right? Yeah. Yo, he's right. Yeah. Deshaun and Lamar two times a year. Do, do y'all um, listen, man? Oh my God. I, I, I need football season to get here now. I need September. Right? It's just insane. I, I, seriously, like, oh my, you, you have no idea. Like, I, I'm fiending for it. Like, you know, and, and not to get off the Deshaun Watson uh thing, that ass Holyo came back, that Tom Brady, and I wish he right. never – I think the dude is selfish, you know. I think he's selfish. And, Who and, called it? Yeah, Who you did. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you I did. did. You know. I said that he's yeah, not yeah, retired. You no, you I said did. there's no way. You did. And I'm saying to myself, this ass Holyo back again? Like, I'm like, dude, let these kids experience what you experience, bro. Let them play. You know, you don't have nothing else to prove, my man. Leave. 
Like, <laughs> I went, look, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, yo, Afia will tell you guys, she, she knows me a lot. When I say I hate Tom Brady, I hate him. I hate him. I, Super Bowl I, I, 52, I, baby. Yes, I hate that man with a passion. Like Super Bowl just, 52. Dude, just leave, bro. Like you don't have nothing else to prove. Let let Patrick Mahomes and them and 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 um all them other young boys, let them be the new generation. You've been there, you succeeded more than the quarterbacks that played in your era. Leave the goddamn game, bro. I and, yep. and, and listen. I'm, I'm gonna let y'all go back to this. I don't wish nothing bad on nobody, and I would never wish harm on on God's children at all. But when you play in a sport like football, I hope on everything I stand for that somebody put that motherfucker out for the whole year to where he just be like, you know what, I'm done. I'm going in retirement. You know, I don't want I don't want him not that you know to be hurt forever, but I want him out for the season to where he won't come back. But what can I just can I just put this out there just real quick? He had like a knee injury two seasons ago and he played with it. So I feel like when he gets injured, he gets mad, and that makes him even more determined. Yeah, I I, I, remember when he wore the glove. Remember he he hurt his. I remember that. that. He wore the glove. Honestly, honestly, I think the only thing that will get Tom Brady to leave forever and be just done is he has to. We have to just let him win one more ring. No. We have to let yes, I'm serious. I'm serious. No, we have no. to let him win one more ring, okay? So we can have nine championships, okay? Nine championships. He said he wanted to be the greatest of all time. He okay. already he did say that. Okay. Or maybe he wants to get to that magic number 10 or something, and then Dude, we can get I, the hell I, out I of I here. just I just want somebody to end this fucker, yo. <laughs> to, <laughs> and I'm not being rude. I'm sorry, guys. I apologize. But they gotta end it, okay? Giselle need to take her. Take him, put on a sexy wardrobe or some shit. Lower his tried. back. Get she him tried. out He's of there, man. Back. Somebody got to do something, Listen, it, like he said, he didn't want to be sitting on the couch in the fall and looking and thinking, wow, I'm better than all these guys. And and who, if you, when you have that type of mentality, who could tell you no? Who could but, tell but you But guess what? You know who could tell him no? Roger Goodell and them be like, look, man, here, take this. This is your bread. <laughs> we thank you for your services, but it's over. Man, Tom Brady is the out, biggest man. draw they have. They are probably so blessed and so happy he decided to come back. Like, let's um, get real. It's a business. He makes them a lot of money, and they are inclined to keep that money bags rolling, rolling, rolling. Okay. And and really, let me let me get in my two cents to kind of cap off this idea of like this is Sean Watson to the Browns. I think as a player, Whip, you're 100 correct. He brings the the Browns have now finally solidify themselves as legitimate playoff contenders. Yep. Like, you don't have to talk about, oh, the, the quarterback is handicapping them. No. The quarterback is elevating them to if once he gets past these suspensions, whatever going on there, on once he's on the field, he can elevate them beyond, you know, what, what, what they've had in a very long time. I think the Browns have pretty much changed their QBs every single season since since before I was even born, this before I was even a thought in anybody's head. That's a long time. That's more than 30 years. So I'm just thinking about the Browns fans who are hoping to themselves that this will finally end their playoff drought, that they'll finally be able to go do something. And I hope that it gives them everything that, that they want. I think big picture, it just goes to show you that teams sell out. When you know that you're in the position to strike hot, you sell out. Look at the Rams, 
okay? They knew that they were a quarterback away, and they did what they needed to do, and they spent the money. They didn't care that it cost all those first-round picks. They don't. The Rams don't even have any picks in the draft, and nobody comes and sell them buckets because they have a Super Bowl to, to show for it, right? Mm-hmm. And then you look at the, the damned... Um, the Browns, with all they put in, they put in $240 million, okay, so that they could have a chance at the AFC. And I just go to Taylor's point. We have a chance in the NFC. The NFC is wide open. Name me a quarterback not named Tom Brady in the NFC right now. Yeah. And I just don't where I don't see Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Okay, Aaron Rodgers. But I don't – play off Aaron Rodgers, please. Regular season Aaron yeah. Rodgers, yes. Playoff Aaron Rodgers, please. Please. Wow. Uh, okay? Uh, yeah, I agree with you. I hate that. And hate so it. we that's two. Two old aging dudes. Mm-hmm. So that to me tells me that this landscape is wide open. And okay. this should be the time where we're striking the hottest as an as an organization. And yet we're still signing these second mid-tier players hoping that they become great but knowing that the chances are likely that they're not because if they were going to become great their teams wouldn't have let them go in the first place yeah you're right what if Jalen goes out this year and balls out do you think he'll be the quarterback going forward would you give him another year would you give him yes but that's this is what they're looking for right they want they want Jalen to succeed. I just don't know if they're going to be giving him the tools to succeed. If they run it back with the same old group and a bunch of rookies, that's that's not that they're setting him up for failure. So to me, it's like, why am I investing in Jalen when they're not investing in Jalen? I have a good feeling they're going to invest in the right. He, I think Howard's going to get this draft right. I think I, I, I don't know. This, this, this draft is like too, too, like. Abundant with like good talent, top to bottom receivers. How would the draft? I mean, how would the draft? What about the free agency? That's right now. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, we you know, already that, know. Like to me, to I just mean, be like, we could take care of it through the draft. Is a is no, I get it. I get it. It's gonna be the draft. Like touch on right now. How about making your your offense better right now? Give him that veteran presence that he asked for. They won't pay. Devontae Smith even asked for. It. Y'all seen that? Yeah. Like, get it to him. Like, dude, if you need to trade somebody, listen, dude, trade for Keenan Allen if you have to. Shit, do it. Make it happen, you know? And I, I'm just looking, um, guys, that not only was um, Woods traded to the Titans, but they only gave up a six for him. A mm-hmm. six in 2023. I'm like, are you serious, yo? You could have got this dude for a six-round pick? Come on, Howie Roseman, man. You right. do. But listen, again, bro. that goes back to my point that I was trying to tell you with. Maybe, maybe players don't want to come here. You can't make yeah. them want to come here. You can't. Fact. So I, don't, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't hate know to say it, through. man, but we, you might be right. I hate we got lucky with Hassan Reddick that he's 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 he he's homebred and like Hassan Reddick wanted to come here. He and you can't to. say that for any of these other guys. I don't know. And to me, it's weird because you would think that we have the ingredients to be a premier. That wasn't this case a couple of seasons ago. Howie's been here for a really, really, really long time. If it was Howie Roseman, we would have players not want to come here for a really long time. That's not the case. This is new. This is a new thing that players don't want to come here. So why? Why is that? I'm just going to leave y'all with that. Riddle me that, okay? I actually saw what happened with the Carson Wentz thing. 
They right. saw what happened with the Carson Wentz saga, and that, that probably left that. a little. But even, but even with that, they gave Carson what he wanted. Carson wanted to be traded, and they traded him. So, but it me, also shows me, it I'm shows Howie. It shows Howie and, and Jeff in a in a different light that maybe players aren't like accustomed to and want maybe, to maybe. jump into. But that bag, that bag, speak to homie. Exactly, exactly. Where money talks, and to me, to me, what I mean, to me, John, you heard the reputation from from for Jeff Laurie is that he is a very uh, player friendly coach. He likes being liked by the players. I mean, coach owner. He's a, he likes being liked by the players. He likes being able to talk to them. He called Jason Peters his best friend, right? Yes. Right. So to me, I don't I don't it, it just doesn't pass the smell test to say that players don't like our organization. We are from all accounts, the type of organizations players want to play for. We're very player friendly. Sirianni's a player friendly coach. We have a lot of infrastructure that should bode well. But if maybe we don't have the talent that they think going to make them successful. You know, um, thank you, Tyler. Okay, they don't want to come here because we're run heavy and they're not they know they're not gonna get their rest. A lot of these deals these days are very incentive ridden. Okay, they know they're not gonna reach their benchmarks. And and no, and I agree with what what Tyler just said, but at the same time, you know, money talks, man. It does, you know. And and well, what did we make a dollar uh space for whip? Say that again. Let me ask, what what do you think? We just cleared eleven million dollars in space, so we have the cap. Honey Badger, <laughs> Honey Badger, that's who that's for. He better come here, yo. He I, I, after this podcast is over, I want to go upstairs and join me a movie. I'm gonna go to sleep. I want to wake up in the morning or overnight. That breaking news: the Philadelphia signed, you know, the Honey Badger, and I, I will go crazy early in the morning. I, I just want to see that. If you cleared that space, it's for something. Damn it, yeah. Okay? It's for something now, yep. and it also might be for the boy Bobby Wag too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. too. Now it's, it's for either it's either for Bobby Wagner, the Honey Badger, a possible trade with a, a number one receiver and another mm-hmm. team, or it's for Jarvis Landry. It's mm-hmm. for out of those four things I just said. It's mm-hmm. out of those four. There can't be no other reason. There can't be no other reason. All right, I'm going to hold you on that. I'm going to let you have that one, okay? Mm-hmm. And now our last segment before we get out of here, we're going to talk about our Sixers. I got my boy John wearing the jersey. the showing out right now. So let's talk about yeah. it, number 21, Mr. Mister MVP, okay? How did, how, did our, how did our team do last night? And what do you guys feel like are, are the Sixers' chances are um, now that we're we're finishing up with the regular season and we're heading into the playoffs. Well, well, I'm glad you you touched on this to make this the last topic. Um, they did great yesterday against the Mavericks. It's like for some apparent reason the Sixers got Luca number, and 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 I'm starting to notice that. And I'm like, yo, what do they be doing to this dude to make him you know not spaz out like he doing everybody else? But it was a great team win, you know. And and I, and, and I want to say this something real quick. Let's get off the big guy for a minute who's having a MVP season, okay? I've I, I seen a lot of Sixers fans on Twitter yesterday mm. dogging Harden. Mm-hmm. I'm saying to myself, are y'all idiots or something, man? This is James Harden, okay? 
one of the 75th best players in the, in the National Basketball Association. Of all time. Of all time, correct. And I'm saying to myself, this man is James Harden, <laughs> okay? I'm seeing people saying, no, he's starting off slow. You know, he's a shell of his former self. No. He, he hasn't been here that long. The man still don't know the playbook quite well. Give that man time. I'm, I'm, I'm here to tell y'all right now. When the playoffs start, y'all going to see a whole different James Harden. You're going to see a whole different Embiid. Like, and, and look, and who's coming along all of a sudden? Tobias Harris Tobias. at the right mm -hmm. time. At the right damn time. Mm -hmm. All I'm John, saying is, man, all I'm saying is, chill out with the James Harden slander, yo. Y'all got to relax, man. Get that cat time, Okay. And look, he ain't never, ever, 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 ever played with a center like Joel Embiid. Never. Facts. Okay? And Joel Embiid. See my preaching voice? Joel Embiid ain't never played with a guard like James Harden. So the two go together like peanut butter and jelly, baby. Give it time. That's all I got to say on it. It's it's like It's like... um. Putting yes, putting putting steak in a um a crock pot and letting it cook and letting it simmer. You gotta Facts. it was only his tenth Harden's tenth game with the team. Facts. Um they it was the best the game against the, the Mavericks was the best I, game beginning to end. Because they'll they'll get up in games and look like they'll beat everybody. And then as soon as they take the starters out, the lead is eviscerated. Mm -hmm. They actually played complete and you know why on offense they went back to the pick and roll the pick and roll game with joel and harden and then harden making that extra pass to the guy on the wing and that's, and that's the recipe and, that's and the not, recipe and not to cut you off rebel without a cause more worry about the bench night in and night out i agree agree 100 percent mm -hmm. imagine yeah. if we had a bench that when mb and joel can go out together because if you notice they don't go out together as much mm -hmm. because they gotta mm -hmm. keep they gotta keep bone imagine if we had a bench like that do you know how deadly the sixes would be man that's true like think about that like this is why man as much as as much as i am glad that joel i mean not joel that james harden is here i miss Curry, man, and I miss yeah. Drummond. Uh, like, dude, you you have no idea. Like, let me tell you something. As much as we hate Ben Simmons, and we all can agree on that, he, he's sitting in the best position there is. The Nets team is going to be dangerous. Dangerous. You can do that face all you want, old man River. You have no idea. I'm not sold. I'm, I'm trying to explain to you, dog. Me not either, sold. John. I'm not sold. You'll have to be sold. Their bench is a hundred times better than ours, though, brother. That's yeah, that part is true. That's what I'm talking about. That part's about. true, but we're still talking. better than them. I ain't talking, mm -hmm. I'm talking about the bench. Okay? We if, if, they get more productivity out of the bench. Like our bench will come in. Our bench is trash, and we have a we have a coach who refuses to right. play uh two two potential starters. On that team, and I ref he refuses to not play. But you keep putting uh old man there, and you keep putting what's the name in there? 
And Jordan's not Danny giving Green. us what we thought he was yeah, going wait, to give us yeah, either. You, DeAndre and, Jordan. You got the you got the, tap, you got crap. the MVP of the G League on your team, dog. Be well, Paul. Exactly. Let, let me let me let me say this. Can I? I want to jump in get... on this one because I think Robert would have caused has a great point, and I also think Sam had a great point. Is that the two biggest things hamstringing us as we kind of go into the playoffs? It's not our starters and their chemistry together. It's our bench play when they're not on the the court and Doc's rotations. Okay, those are the two biggest liabilities to the the Sixers being able to be great come playoff time because Doc is terrible. He doesn't he doesn't want to let the young guys play. He Sam wants I to agree. let the young guys play. He don't he don't want to. He continues to stick with players that are past their prime or players that can't do the job or the role that's being asked of him. Sometimes I'll when I see him between breaks, I'm not saying that Doc's not coaching, but I see other the players giving more intensity in their instructions to the players than, than Doc is. Like I just get a little bit concerned about him just maybe resting on his laurels, resting on the things that he did in the past versus like if we're going off what have you done for me lately, he's not a great coach. Hell no he ain't no goddamn great coach. He he looks like he looks Hell no. He he's he's like that grandfather that comes out when you to give instruction, and then he walk back, and then that's all he does. Like he'll give <laughs> you a play to go sit down, and then yo he, he goes he, wrong, and that's it. He's like, oh, stuff is just going him? wrong around him. He's like, ah, uh, let it be. Did you ever yeah. see, you seen him walking on the court the other day? Right? Yeah. Like, oh man. Yeah. Right. Oh. like a gargamel without the goddamn cane. I'm like, damn. Bro, oh my god. Down, bro. Maybe he had the gout. Maybe he had something. <laughs> He has something. Yeah, but, but um, and I just, I just think I the Sixers are doing great. Like you said, that game against the Mavericks was a heat check game, especially because we came out weak against the Heat. That game I was at, we didn't do well, and um, and and we didn't play well against the Nets. You know, so we had two big games right, that, so. we, that we really kind of played poorly in. So this was the next test to really see you know are we are we really ready are we really championship ready and we definitely showed out very very well and I think the best thing about it was that what you kind of hear from the players when they're talking is that they're challenging each other they're trying to make each other better and nobody's backing off nobody's getting offended nobody's getting defensive when they're saying hey I need more I want more, you know, to quote Kobe, right? I need more, you know, and, and, <laughs> yeah, you and say more. more, 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 right? And so, and they're delivering on that. And that is what's more exciting to see, not even like the individual wins and losses, but them delivering on the promise of like what, what talked about the chemistry, right? The ability for them to kind of understand. And once Joel and Harden get their two-man game really cooking, Oh, with the way James Harden likes to facilitate that ball, oh, it's uh, the sky's the limit. The sky's the right. limit. The okay? pick and roll offense. And don't let them get comfortable right before the playoffs start. Heavy pick and roll. It, we can't be as dependent on the perimeter shooting too. We gotta, I don't know, hit some mid range shots. Yeah, we, I'm I, glad I, you said that, that. We settle. We settle for the three too much and like chuck threes. The- What's the deal with Danny Green, yo? Jesus Christ. Oh, Every time down the court. Dinosaur. Like, oh, I, there's, there's dinosaurs. I was watching him, right? Like, I paused my joint and put it in slow motion. He go up straight, and it's like his arm just extend fast, like, to make the shot go fast. It's like, dude, 
What what the boys say on next Friday? Look, man, you're hitting curves too hard. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> he hit the court too damn hard. And I'm saying to myself, like, Jesus Christ, bro. He's he's pulling up before everybody, anybody's even in position to get a rebound. And this is where this is where you miss Curry at because that thing was so, so sweet. That's yeah. I, his man. mid-range, his mid-range, Curry, Curry's like one of the only players in the league that I ever see like stay with like at the end of the foul line. Like he really, if you notice, yeah. he'll, he'll he he eats. Yeah. That's where he eats. Yeah, it is. right in that inside the three point yep. line, the foul line, like yeah, that high that's jumper. Bread and butter. I agree. That's his bread and butter all day. He don't miss either. No, a, a fifteen no. footer to him ain't shit. No. no, and I and I was like you said, Whip. I was said when he got traded. I really wish he had. And like they didn't need another shooter to nah. me to take Ben off our hands. So so I was I was a little upset when when he got traded. But yeah. it is what it is. I do think that. It, and you know what's so crazy is that these are the these are the best games to get the young guys experience because mm-hmm. if you wait into the playoffs to put them in, they're going to drown under the expectations of it. You know, put them I mean, in some of these late games now, have them get a little bit of flavor, get a little bit of confidence in themselves, and then let them fall out. You know, it, it definitely just again just speaks to the fact that that Doc is stubborn and hard-headed and that may come back to really haunt us come playoff time you know what really disappoints me though with the bench shake milton Mm. yeah why is he not shooting shake milton remember last year when shake milton will give you like 18 points there was like there was like three games where he 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 had he was like oh man this guy's gonna be a good bench piece going forward he could be the seventh eighth man off the bench he I think he scored like twenty six points. Um, I, I, I think that's, like he, oh, that's Doc, man. I think that's Doc, yo. That's coaching, bro. That's coaching. He's not even shooting. That's, that's he that's, has that little the little reach around um, the float the the the, the, yeah. the extended layup, and then nobody can block, and he gets fouled, and the scoop, the little scoop, his scoop game is nice. They, I, 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 he's not shooting, and that's what we're missing. Cork Moss is. Chucking up threes too, but but Shake is the one because Maxi clearly took advantage of the opportunity. Yeah, I mean, yeah, clearly. Well, well maybe I, with Shake, what happened to Shake? Ankle injury, you know. He did come into the season with that ankle injury yeah, that might have slowed him down yeah. a lot. Maybe he still doesn't have that much trust in in his in his well, um his feet. Speak, speaking of trust, how about Doc need to trust B Ball Paul mm-hmm. in that basketball? Yeah. Am I saying his last name Bassy, right? Bassy, Bussy. Yeah, Charles Bassy. Yeah. Like, dude, let them cast ball, bro. Let them play. Like, let let them cats develop, man. Like, like, listen, Doc Rivers is by far the most stubbornest coach I've ever met in my life. He refuses to play young talent. Yeah. All right. It was on a record of him saying that before. Yeah. He refuses to play young talent over veteran players, and I don't understand. Yep. Like. I just don't get it. Listen, you got Paul Millsap that looked like Homer Simpson just with black skin on the court. And I don't understand it. And I'm saying to myself, like, bro, like, dude, <laughs> let these cats play. And I listen, and I know, I know Paul Reed and I was like, yo, you got to be the most stupidest motherfucker on this earth, man. And you you got me on this bench and I ain't doing nothing. Like, remember that time when we played the Knicks, man? And when Julius yeah. Randle was spazzing out, he was spazzing on us, man. Nobody couldn't do nothing with him. You wouldn't know who would have accepted that challenge, yo. Paul Reed. Easy. Mm-hmm. Easy. And I'm like, yo, he would have accepted that challenge, man. They around the same height. Let the bull ball, dog. 
Yeah. I, 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 Doc Rivers, he, oh my God, man. He, I, his reputation. Honestly, this is my this is my last season with him. Yeah, if he can't, yeah, if he, yeah. if we come to some point in the playoffs and it becomes clear that his decision making is the reason go. why we lost that game, I'm out. Yeah, he got to go, man. I'm he out got, on Doc. I'm with the cat, man. Yeah. Him and his his hairline ass haircut that he got popping. That, that, that that's that's that surgical shit. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Ain't no man hair going to say like that for every year in and out. Like every, I mean, it never it, nothing moves. It's the same. He got that. He got that low low. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Now that little top fade. But I, I, thank you, Doc. You know, we appreciate you, but we need somebody who is dynamic at the end of the day. And and I think um, Brett Brown was stubborn in the same way, too. You know, just yeah. being inflexible. And again, I think that that doesn't bode well for being successful in today's NFL. You have to really be dynamic as a coach and as a player. So until we can get like that on all three levels, like we have a dynamic GM now, we have a dynamic team in the terms of our players and the skill set that they're bringing. Now we just need a dynamic coach. Tie it all in. All right, y'all. That has been another amazingly great episode of Three Birds in a Putt. All right. Um, We want to just let you know we're introducing a new segment. As you can see, rolling down on the bottom, if you have a question, okay, DMS, at three birds and a punt on Twitter, and what will happen? Uh, with what's going on with this new promotion? So basically, the new segment is like you know we, we decided to add it in, like you know, it's it's called Ask Us. Basically, you know, towards the end of our show, we'll pick somebody you know from our Twitter account that wanted to ask us a, a, a question, and you pick your favorite host to answer your question, and you know we'll take our time out before the end of the show and answer your question, and that's about it. Absolutely. All right. So please, if you want to DM us, include which host. Okay. It could be either me, I'm Afia. You can find me at According to Afia on Twitter. It could be Whip. You can find him at Whipadelphia on Twitter or my friend John Monroe Jr. On Twitter. All right. All right. Ask us a question. We'd be definitely happy to answer it. All right. We'll be back next week. Fresh new topics, same great faces. Thank you all for joining in. Subscribe okay, to the please. YouTube channel. Exactly. That's right. Please make sure please, you subscribe please. and download the podcast is streaming on Apple, Anchor, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Also, we're on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Download this episode. Share it, please. We appreciate you so much. Follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. And that has been another episode of Three Birds. Go Birds. Go Birds. Go birds.